for those people who don't know, Ben is an extremely good baker and he used to run his own baking company. So how did you get started with that? Is this thing on? Hi everyone, welcome back to the SLC Voice Podcast. I'm your host for this episode, Amanda, and today I'm joined by my friend Ben. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Amanda? I'm good. So tell us a little about you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, okay, so my name is Ben. Um, I've been friends with Amanda for five or six years now. Um, yeah, I just started culinary school and I'm enjoying it so far. Um, you know, things to watch out in this school and the facility, but also getting to know some of my peers and classmates. Um, and then just yesterday, I had my first first aid training. And then today was the first day in the kitchen, which is pretty interesting. Um, nice. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. For those people who don't know, Ben is an extremely good baker and he used to run his own baking company. So how did you get started with that? Um, so I've been baking and cooking pretty much all my life, um, ever since I could read. Um, I mean, even before I could read, actually, because I, I still remember, you know, going down to my mom to read the recipe um, and then me trying to measure everything out and then, you know, failing at the recipe, but, you know, still baking. So, um, yeah, all my life I've been baking and not really sure what to say, but yeah. Right, so what's your favorite thing about <laughs> I'm more interested in like in learning new recipes and the technique over actually like eating it per se. So I, I love looking up new recipes and trying them out for the first time. And I normally have to try about five to six times before I actually get it right. Um, but no, I, I definitely love looking up new recipes to try out and, uh, you know, of course, letting my family test them, but yeah. I'm sure they love that. What yeah. made you want to start a business? Uh, I've also been very business oriented um, ever since I was a kid. So basically, yeah, probably ever since I was about 10 or 12, um, I used to live on a strawberry farm. And so I would set up a little table on the side where customers would check out from um, picking strawberries. And yeah, I'd set up a little table there with baked goods and, you know, I, I didn't do really well business-wise, but I still love doing it because, you know, I make a couple bucks here and there. Um, but yeah, like I've always been interested in, you know, selling things, making a couple dollars here and there. Um, I also remember times, you know, when I was even younger, probably like six or seven, um, me and my younger siblings would um set up little boxes in our house and sell knickknacks from our dressers and things like that um to you know sell to each other for like a couple cents and you know i've always loved making money off of stuff um but you know now that i'm older of course i i'm definitely interested in starting something real and uh more interesting for sure nice so what is the biggest difference between like just baking for your family or a couple friends and baking for like a big business or for big events? Cause I know you've done like a couple weddings as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I had a, like a 
online business kind of thing. Um, but even before then, I, I worked for a catering company and um, we used to do a lot of events. And so I got a lot of exposure, you know, serving directly to the customer, you know, through weddings and corporate events and other things like that. Um, and, you know, witnessing firsthand what it's like to be a server and serve like good food to people. Um, so <laughs> one of the biggest differences between that and my family is that when I'm baking something and I give it to my family, they don't care what it looks like or anything. They just like eating it. Um, but uh, no, I was the baker at the catering company. Um, and so I really had to pay attention what I was putting out um, and making sure it was also really good quality. Um, so, sorry, my screen just blacked out. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's probably the biggest difference. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So what were some of the biggest challenges in getting your business started and how were you able to like figure those out? Not having any previous business business experience like i mean like legit business experience um definitely puts a damper on some of my past business ventures i've tried to go on um it, not being able to probably more like the bookkeeping accounting kind of things has definitely been an issue for me luckily i have a sister who is an accountant um so, I mean, she was totally open to helping me out with that. Um, but also having a lot of mentors on the side and my parents and other friends who are, who, you know, always, always backed me up um, helped. Um, but I think definitely like the organization, um, more business side kind of things um, that I didn't have. You know, I had basic general knowledge on those things, but not like a really thorough deep kind of knowledge on those things. Um, you know, it's a bit of a disadvantage, but I'm, you know, I was totally willing to take the risk. One of the things that my mom told me, you know, a year or so ago is that I'm more of a visionary business kind of person aside to the critical, you know, classic business owner per se. Um, so basically visionary means, you know, I, I, I have a vision and I try to get to that the get to where I'm trying to where I, sorry what I'm trying to see um and when I get there then that's what I want but I I definitely don't focus well on the behind the scenes kind of things um if that makes sense um yeah, totally. yeah. Yeah. To be able to have like those people who are able to help you out like you mentioned your sister is an accountant to be able to help mm -hmm. you with that side of things so yeah yeah I'm really really lucky to have that and also uh, my parents having previous business business experiences also helped them steer me in the right direction um, with those kind of things. And also like my other siblings and friends who who are all there excited and backing me up to, you know, cheer me on along the way. Um, so that's always nice. But I, I also did end up taking a small business course through Algonquin College um, where I could... Um, you know, just learn basic small business skills and things to watch out for and all those things, um, which really helped. Although I did know a lot of stuff that was in that course, but there was also a lot of stuff that I didn't know. And I'm really glad that I did 
that course, even though it was really short and simple. That's awesome. What are some of your favorite things to make? Like, do you have one thing that's kind of your go-to? So basically one of my go-to things I'd say are my, probably my cinnamon rolls. If you've ever had them, you know what I'm talking about because they're so good. Um, a lot of people um, request them from me for brunches or desserts or breakfast or whatever. And a lot of, yeah, a lot of friends definitely love to have them. And I also just love baking them for myself and eating them all myself. Um, but another thing I love baking is the, are my macaroons, French macaroons. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's taken me about a year to master the recipe and finally get a hold of, you know, what it takes to make them. Um, I haven't made them in a while, but I definitely uh, like making those. It's, it's fun. Also, the technique never gets old, which is another thing why I like them. Yeah. So, yeah. So what's your biggest success story? What's the best thing you've ever made? Best thing I've ever made? Um, depends. Like, mastered-wise or best thing I've made for public? Yeah, like, what's the best thing? Like, what's turned out the best for you? Okay. I think mastering the macaroon recipe, for sure. Um, it's not easy, but it's also not hard when you finally figure it out. Um, so I think that I like to consider that one of my greatest accomplishments so far. Um, only because a lot of people I know and people I've sold these things to, um, almost every single one of them tell me that they've just given up or just haven't bothered making them because there's so many considerations and factors that come into making them outside of the recipe. Um, for example, like the weather outside or the temperature of your kitchen or whatever, things like that, which play a huge part in making them properly. Um, so yeah, and also just because they taste amazing and I love eating them. Um, but also I think probably my cinnamon roll recipe as well. Um, it's something that I've tweaked over the years and have kind of made it my own um and so i'm still not ever going to give away the recipe because now it's something that i can hold on to and make it, it. special to me. <laughs> um but uh yeah i definitely love making those two things for sure all right so on the flip side of that what's the worst thing you've ever made like what has just turned out just so bad <laughs> Okay, I have a great story for this one. So back when I was probably about five or six is when I was still, I was into baking no, at that time, but I still clearly didn't know what I was doing. Um, I remember this one time where I wanted to bake cinnamon rolls because I must have had something or a cinnamon roll earlier that day or something inspired me to make them. and you know, being a young kid, I, you know, I didn't have access to the internet or recipe books. So I just had to wing it off by heart, you know, as a six year old, I, oh, it was a disaster. So I remember asking my mom if I could bake. And so she let me and I ended up making these disgusting lumps of whole wheat dough <laughs> with 
like just pure cinnamon like dumped all over them and honey i don't know why i added honey um and i baked them and they were like the worst things ever and i i still get teased to this day by my family and we called them sorry site cinnamon rolls um they literally have a name so i mean i'm thinking in the future i might turn that into something great not a not a negative thing but um yeah that was by far one of the worst things more recently i don't know if i baked anything that turned out horribly um you know i've had the occasional time where actually no just recently i i ended up buying a bread machine <laughs> i hate those things but i ended up breaking, uh, buying one because i needed something to make dough and so i decided to make a loaf of bread right um and that completely failed. Um, it didn't rise properly and, you know, it turned out really disgusting. So I ended up throwing it out, but I mean, that was like two days ago. So still through some tweaking on that machine. Yeah. Yeah, the first couple of anything never really turn out exactly what you expect to do. So what advice would Technical you give someone difficulty. looking to start a business? Like even if they haven't like done any business before hmm. um if i'm hearing you correctly like what advice would i give to someone who wants to start a business um probably know what you're getting yourself into is the bottom line um you know for me i've backtracked a little bit earlier to this year i i ended up I was really close to starting a business, like a cafe bakery, which is something that I've always wanted to do and I still want to do after I'm done culinary school. Um, but what I didn't really realize is that it's a lifelong thing that you have to prepare yourself for unless you decide to shut down or sell it, which no business owner wants to do, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but I didn't really realize that at first until my mom told me, you know, several months ago that it gave me this, I, like, she told me that a business, I think she said, a business is a baby, or it's like a baby, where you have to start it, nurture it, and, like, let it grow, and you never, ever can leave it um, until it takes off completely. And so I didn't really consider that until... I think right before, almost right before I ended up almost getting the loan. It, you know, unfortunately it didn't turn out and you no know, COVID played a big role in that. But um, now that I think of it, I'm really grateful that I didn't end up starting that because I know now that I wasn't ready to do that or start a business um, quite yet. So I, you know, luckily I decided to uh, go to culinary school and, you know, spend a year just kind of trying to figure out what else, what other options are out there instead of jumping straight into starting a, like a legit business. Um, you know, in the future, probably next year or maybe the year after, I'd love to work towards starting something like that again. Um, but, uh, but as for advice to people who want to start a business, um, depending on what it is, if it's like a food related, make sure you have all your, the regulations and the health unit and all those things before you even open your doors because there's a million things that I, I didn't know until 
after um, I started planning and all that stuff. So do that. Um, but also just don't give up if you do start one and don't let negative people turn you or make you not want to start one because every business owner has taken a risk at some point to start their business, whether it was successful or not. Um, so I try to keep that in mind. Um, you know, there are people who have told me, you know, cautioned me with starting a business and, and all that. But most of the time it's people who, who have really helped supported me, helped and supported me um, through this to, uh, to make my dream come true. But yeah, just don't give up. And, uh, you know, don't worry about taking the risk because you will have to eventually. Yeah, and it's always best to surround yourself with people who are supportive of you and still willing to provide that like critical feedback instead of people who are just negative about everything that you're trying to do because you want that critical feedback, but you also don't want to be just tearing yourself down every single step of the way. Any baking tips or hacks for people who are wanting to get started in baking? If you've never baked before, don't give up after your first try if it doesn't work out. Um, you know, most, almost every recipe that I've made in the past and will make in the future, I always do it at least three to four times before it turns out perfectly. Um, for example, the bread machine, you know, my first two loaves came out trash. Um, they were terrible, but I'm not going to give up because I spent money on that machine and I don't want to just waste it. Right. So I definitely will keep trying until I get a good recipe work um, but you know if you have baked before and but you don't really bake too much um, I guess this could go for both ways um, might sound funny but don't follow the recipe exactly as it says um, only because there's so many other factors that come into that um, so for example your oven every oven is different um, and so, you know, if it says, for example, bake this recipe at this temperature for this amount of time, every oven's different. And so it's not going to be exactly as it says, right? So you always have to play around with the, rest, with the recipe and, um, and make it at least, I'd say, give it two to four times before it, you know, it works out right. Um, I've had it very rarely where my first try will actually come out perfectly. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah. Also, just don't give up if it doesn't work out. Um, I hope that helps. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I know you're not going to give us your recipe because this is kind of one of your specialties. And for those of you who haven't had them, like these macaroons are the absolute best. I haven't had anywhere that's better. And I'm not just saying that because we're friends. Um, so what is the secret to a perfect macaroon? Because you always see like on the Food Network, if you watch that, like three quarters of the people screw it up somehow. So what's the secret to a perfect macaroon? What's the secret to my perfect macaroon? Um, well, there's a lot of outside factors from the recipe that make it like perfect. Um, the biggest thing that I've had to watch out for um, is the temperature of the kitchen, but also the weather outside. So 
one of the steps in making the macaroons is that you need to let the shells dry before you bake them. Um, and I've had it a million times where it's too humid or it's too cold or it's too hot, either in the kitchen or it's raining outside or whatever. And they don't dry out properly. And when I bake them, they completely fail. Um, so I guess the secret to making the perfect macaroon is making sure that your kitchen is dry and not super hot or super cold. Um, and then, you know, you shouldn't really have any problem with that. But uh, yeah, the like the humidity levels, for example, is, is really crucial in making that because they have to dry out to a certain, um, they have to dry out for a certain period of time to achieve like a little layer on top of the shell so that they bake properly and then you know you get the like the foot um of the shell which gives it like the distinct macaroon um signature look i guess yeah that's something that a lot of people wouldn't consider like when making that kind of stuff you'd usually just consider like what's in the recipe like the ingredients or the instructions like sometimes people don't consider like the environment that you're cooking in. So I think that's definitely really helpful. Well, thank you for joining us, Ben. I hope that everyone's enjoyed this episode and learned a little bit about uh, baking in business. So I will see you in a future episode. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Bye.